Hey there, hi there, ho there. Toby. Toby, Andrew, Tommy, <laughs> Marissa Demai. <laughs> Today is the one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> How many movies? The sixth installment. Oh, yeah. Today we are finally putting another installment into this Spider-Man um, saga. Yeah. We are actually in the parking lot. I cannot speak, sorry. The parking lot of our theater. We're about to go see Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm excited. So, we're both excited, but how do you feel going into this movie? Um, okay, so I've heard from other people that it's really good. That's what I've heard. I am worried about the length, because it's very long. Taylor's not used to Marvel movies. I am, so I'm fine with it. Shorter movies actually worry me, because I'm like, how do you fit all this in one movie? But we're just opposites. Someone on Twitter said that it was like a combination of the best parts of Marvel and like the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, okay. So I'm like, that made me excited. I, um, actually, you finish your thoughts. I don't want to interrupt. Um, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle knows already, apparently. It's been in the, tr- Sony is not good at their marketing. I think that's already been established. I'm ready to see Ned. Yes, Ned is, and the teacher, I can't remember his name. All I'm going to say is that I'm not, I'm excited, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, the second Spider-Man movie's coming out. I think it's because there's a lot of Spider-Man movies already out, Mm -hmm. and I I hope this is really good. I've heard it's really good. Um, I've tried to avoid all reviews, but I follow a lot of people, and they've given like their non-spoiler reviews, and I didn't even want to hear that. I've heard Jake Gyllenhaal's performance is great, but, like, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Are we surprised? Yeah. Um, I caught you up on Endgame. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, that's all you need to know. I hope they don't rely too much on Endgame. Me, too. Because if I just I, paid $8 to not understand anything, I'm, I'm going to be ticked. I'll understand, but I don't like it when they do that, just because sometimes I forget things. And um, I'm excited for Ned. I'm excited for the teacher. I'll tell the story later afterwards when we give our review about the original movie. But, you want to go into it? I think that's all I've got for now. Yeah. You can dodge bullets but not bananas? I thought that you could sense that with your... Peter Tingle. Please stop saying Tingle, May. Wow. We're back. It's been about... It's been about two... Two hours, two and a half hours, mm-hmm. something like that. Two hours of my bladder working overtime. I was fine. I think I'm just used to it by now. I said, I need to pee, like, from the get-go. Mm. So, Spider-Man Far From Home. It was weird. It was crazy. It was a lot going on. But it was good. I feel like I've been bullied by Jake Gyllenhaal. He, w- he yelled a lot. He, he yelled a lot. I said, calm down a few times. That vein on his temple was very Seriously, <laughs> it was popping out. I said, Jake, calm down. Oh, my God. Y'all, what? okay, so if it isn't already obvious, there's going to be spoilers. Get over it. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal yells a lot. Katie really held out on y'all. She didn't even tell you that she was away filming this movie. Oh, yeah, like, see, been in Europe for some time. That's why we're on, well... We were on a break last year because I had to go film this movie. Yeah. I played the part of Betty. And then, like, we had our break this year because she was on her press tour. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You know, <laughs> um, dyed my hair blonde. Just had a different life. Yeah. Um, 
it it was so it was such an honor to play Betty in a Spider-Man franchise franchise I loved since I was a kid favorite superhero and now I get to be a part of this universe the MCU even though I have no idea what's going on I played a drone yeah um Taylor was a background drone. <laughs> you may not have really noticed me because I had that, <laughs> S- that special effects makeup on at the prosthetics but I was there no apparently I look like the girl Betty from Spider-Man I don't I, see it but I just I'm just saying so this movie um the <laughs> I keep talking about this opening scene it is so bad to the point I can't <sighs> why that scene it's, I was confused at first I thought it was something that was just for the audience I thought it was like an audio commercial I swear because I knew like ever since Spider-Man um Homecoming they've been doing audio commercials mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this are we is this an audio commercial? Are we um, are we watching one? No, it was just the opening scene with Nick Fury, Maria Hill, and Jake Gyllenhaal plays Mysterio. I was like, why is this? I'm. It was just it kind of felt out of place. It could it could have been cut out, and nobody would have cared, because um, when we first meet, well, when Peter first meet first meets. Nick Fury, Maria Hill, and Mysterio. Like, they basically explain everything already off the bat. Mm-hmm. It's like, do we even need that opening scene? I'll tell you a scene I did need. What? The news anchor, what's up with the blip scene? Because that, I'm glad they covered it, like, early on. And they just, like, explained everything. And they did it in the best way. They had, like, a video. It looked like a video footage of a student at a pep rally or something. Mm-hmm. And then everybody disappears. And then six years later, they're at another prep rally. And everybody just comes back to where they were before. And they explain that not everyone blipped. But so did those people that didn't blip, mm-hmm. did they just stay there? Yeah. For six years? Like just well, not in, that, in that specific area. They just like, I mean, they went on with their lives. And I guess it was just a coincidence they were at another pep rally. That's so weird. I did find it was a coincidence because they made it out to seem like everything stayed in place for six years when oh it my, didn't. There's no way those kids stood in no. that gym for six years. No, they didn't. Also, Taylor hasn't seen Endgame or any other Marvel movie except for Spider-Man. So. And Black Panther. Oh, yeah. You saw Black Panther with me. I just don't care about the rest of them. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. But that news anchor thing, which they did in the first movie, too. I live and breathe for that. It really reminds me of my high school's, like, TV station. I wasn't a part of it, but just, like, Mm. how bad it is. Like, it's so bad that it's good. The in-memoriam part. They did a whole in-memoriam of Tony Stark. I guess everybody thinks Captain America's dead, even Mm -hmm. though, if you watch Endgame, he's not technically... It's weird. He's not technically dead, but he's really old. And then Black Widow and Vision. And they had memorial like vigil candles with like yes. the Betty images logo. Yes, it was great. And they had um Comic Sans font. It really did it for me. Yeah. That was my favorite part of filming Spider-Man Far From Home was the TV station. I'm really glad that I'm in the presence of a star. <laughs> what can I say? You know me, I'm always just a background character, you know. Um, don't really want to get too big. Actually, you're MJ. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> You're better than MJ. I'm not um, Black Dahlia Queen. Oh, my gosh. So, this movie, it takes place about 
Um, I would say, like... It takes place a long time after uh, Homecoming. Mm -hmm. It takes place about eight months after the blip. Or, I guess, when everybody came back from the the bloop. The bloop, as I like to call it. The bloop. And everybody's going on their summer vacation. They're going on a science trip. Because Europe and going to museums is all about science. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even one of the teachers said, this trip has nothing to do with science. Literally. Like, this school, they go on a lot of trips. Like, I just need to say that. Like, that science club, they got a big budget. I always thought, I've been, I've always thought this since, like, the first Spider-Man, like, the very first Spider-Man. Um, Midtown High is, like, one of those, it's a, um, it's a rich kid school, I always thought. Even though it's been established, Peter Parker is not a rich kid. Mm-mm. But it's specifically a science-based school. It's supposed to be. And I feel like you can't just go to a science-based like, you gotta pay for it. Well, I think about the magnet schools around here, mm. and, like, it's sort of science-math-based, mm. and they're not rich kids' schools. Mm. So, I don't know. But also, New York, even if you're not rich in New York, like, you, I don't know. Like, it's different. Yeah. Like, they're, like, the cost of living is higher. It is different, So, yeah. it's, like, they would be making more than, like, the average person mm. here anyway. It doesn't matter. Tony Stark is paying for all of Peter's education. <laughs> Let's talk about Tony Stark in this movie and his role. So, he, you know, even dead, I'm the hero. That was the whole message. He's he's the reason behind everything. And I didn't realize this until, like, the end of the movie. I had an epiphany. I was like, every villain in the MCU that Spider-Man has come across in his solo films are all because of Tony Stark. None of them are because of Spider-Man. None of them are just because I want to destroy the world for my own joy. It's because Tony Stark fired me. Tony Stark stole my stuff. Tony Stark stole my work, whatever. And they're taking out on poor Peter Parker. Who's just doing his best. Yeah, he's like, it's not my fault. He's just trying to, like, execute his plan to get his girl. That's all he wants to do. To get those three sugars. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was, I, as much as I don't like MJ, that was such a cute moment. Yeah. Because they're so awkward, and they're so made for each other. I like them better to go than him and Liz. Because Liz just didn't seem like, she just seemed as if she was a crush. Just a, I'm a popular girl crush. Whereas MJ and Peter, there's something there. They're spying on each other. They're stalking each other. There's something there. Liz was too perfect for him. But, like, MJ, even though I will say I enjoyed her performance more in this movie mm-hmm. than the last one, I'm so tired of the doom and gloom thing. Like, I just, like, oh, they, I don't like it. There were times where they tried to um, say, oh, this is why I like this stuff. But it was still depressing. And it just, it was annoying. Like, Taylor was, we were watching the movie. And this is, it's a full theater. Every time MJ said something, you would say, oh, I hate her. <laughs> we would both say it like, I hate her. There were several outbursts for me. And I, I don't think anyone complained. I don't think anybody did, but I think we were the annoying kids. I said kids. We're 20 kids. <laughs> we're in our 20s. The actual kids in there were asking the real questions. This little boy said, is that the bad guy? <laughs> uh, it was so funny. And then there's this whole illusion scene because, oh, 
Mysterio is not what he seems to be. No. He creates illusions. Jake Gyllenhaal's a big fat liar. He's a big fat meanie. He is. He yells a lot. And he creates all these illusions with Stark technology or whatever. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it shows his his globe helmet as a snow globe. And you, I've never heard someone yell in a theater so loud, I knew it was a snow globe! <laughs> I said it in the first clip, but his little smoky head peered up. I was like, that looks like a snow globe. <laughs> and you yelled so loud. It was so funny. And I wasn't expecting like there to be an actual snow globe I didn't either. Because so. I saw it, but I was like, eh, they're not going to do it. That was my favorite. Not like specifically that moment, mm-hmm. but that whole sequence was, was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, if you really like that, I recommend Doctor Strange. There's a, um, I think it's just called, Tri- if you just look up on YouTube, Doctor Strange trippy scene. Because it's, like, it's so trippy. It's crazy. I just, like, there was so much happening, and it was very intense. And Peter's having this whole issue of, like, okay, what's real? What's mm-hmm. not? Like, is he here? Is he not here? Can't tell. Because everything's fake. And then, like, that army of Peter's thing. Oh, I don't know why that made my skin crawl. I was like, oh, that does not look cute. <laughs> it's ew that's not cute <laughs> that's not cute like they just all like piled up it was like that scene in sky high where the girl's like a cheerleader and she's like <laughs> and they're all her but then he like busts out and he's wearing not even the old like i'm talking like the old suit like the, the sweat yeah the sweatpants and i said what is going on and then i thought because i mean if you haven't seen this far from home it's in Europe so I thought that they had never left Europe for a moment I was like is this whole city an illusion like are we still in New York and I I said no but then I started questioning it I was like I'm not really sure but my question is uh, there was a point where everybody's like okay we're going home we got plane tickets we're going home and then they're going to London the next day. Is that like a fly? Are they were they flying over or? Um, normally, this is just my experience as a European woman. Uh, a lot of people fly out of Heathrow, so that's. I was like, why are they going to London? Did they was the trip back on? Probably the quickest way to get a flight. I liked Happy in this movie. I didn't too. I hope that him and Marissa and I. I hope they get married. She did think it was just a summer fling. Uh, she better shut up. Mm. Everybody was saying that, like, when the first trailer dropped and it was kind of hinting that they would have a relationship, everybody was like, um, Happy just does, doesn't deserve her. And they're like, why does the beautiful girl always have to get somebody like Happy? I'm like, excuse you. Happy's an angel. And those were all people that were like, she deserves better. Like, y'all are gross. I he's a nice man. I know. I'm like, he's out here having lunch at her work. Mm-hmm. Taking care of a queen. He is. Being open to the conversation of tingles. He's taking care of her nephew. <sighs> and y'all are going to be rude. This is not appropriate. No. And then there's like, okay, maybe I'm just like in a kind of mood because I started Stranger Things season three last night. And there was, like, so much love in that. And there's so much love here. And I just think that I am Will Byers. He said, I'm not going to fall in love, Mom. And I said, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) I said, me neither. Oh. The only love. Well, not the only. The one love I wanted so badly in this movie. Ned and Ben. They deserved each other. They crumbled. They crumbled. But they crumbled amicably. There was no... 
Now they just they just said we're not meant for one another. It's okay. Even though they got together in the matter of eight hours. They ended up doing this whole sweet, sweet, whoa, seat switcheroo. Which was very well done. It was so funny. So Ned and Peter are sitting together. And, like, Peter's like, I gotta get, Dude, I gotta get to my girl. And he said, what about being single bachelors in Europe? <laughs> He's like, that's your plan. <laughs> Not mine. Not mine. Gotta get my girl. So Ned gets up, walks over to the seat with uh, MJ and Betty. And it's like, yo, Betty, I'm going to need you to swap because he has a perfume allergy. And there's this old lady in front of us. She got some perfume. And then teacher, he's like, perfume allergy. Where? Ned, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Okay, everybody switch seats. Blah, 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 blah. He ends up sitting beside teacher. Doesn't work out. And Brad. Oh, Brad. Uh. Brad's like the only, one of the only people in this group that didn't snap. So... When they first knew him, he was 10 years old. And now he's 16. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of weird. I don't know why MJ's, like, falling in love with him when she knew him when he was 10, just eight months ago. Yeah. That, that's, like, why it kind of, like, made me feel like, ooh. Yeah. I, I do want to know who snapped and who didn't. I'm just, I need to know who exactly. I need which a list. sister snapped and which one didn't? I don't know. Who, who dusted? I like just, how there are so many verbs for this. Blipped, snapped, dusted. <laughs> There's just a lot. This movie, um, everybody's saying it's like the best Spider-Man movie ever made. I disagree. I disagree. It's one of the best. I think it's very well choreographed in its fight scenes. Mm-hmm. And the, I always figure Mysterio was a bad guy. But the way it was executed, I was like, oh. I didn't realize he was that kind of bad guy. My cousin's probably not listening to this. But I'm going to just say I was right because we were talking. Because we were talking about the trailer. And I was like, yeah, Mysterio is definitely a bad guy. Um, and I don't think there's any multiverses. And she's like, actually, there probably is. But he's just lying about who he really is. That is incorrect. That because is according incorrect. to the encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just like to point out that he's just a, some regular old guy. He's just a dude. On Earth 616. There might be some multiverses out there. Who knows? If you watch Endgame, there might be. But you know what? It's not confirmed yet. I thought that Mysterio was going to be, like, a good guy. I genuinely did. Because I didn't know any, like, background on, like, the I didn't, comics and I didn't say that. anything either. So I was like, oh, like, look at look at Uncle Quinn. Uncle Q. Uncle Q. Yeah, I think if, if you've read the comics, you definitely know who Mysterio is, and it's no surprise. But the way they um, executed it and and why he's a bad guy was a surprise. I wasn't a big fan of it. I I like the whole idea of it was all illusions with drones, because drones are the enemy now. And um, (laughs) He was a bad guy with, like, good intentions, though, I guess. But he had some anger issues. Yeah. Like, the biggest thing I was confused about, so the illusions, the way they work, are there are these drones and there's projections. So all of the fight scenes between Mysterio and the Elementals, Mm -hmm. which gave me some serious Avatar Earthbender vibes, um, are fake. Like, so there's nothing going on. But how does the destruction work? Is that just, like, the drones being like, boom, 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 boom? I'm not sure, because the destruction still... Like, buildings are still falling. Yeah, they're real. Because he's he's trying... Uh, it's so weird. So he's like, I have to let people die so I can be the hero. So everybody can say that I'm the next hero. And, like, his whole reasoning was, 
well, based on everything that just happened over the past, like, year, people will believe anything, and he's trying to give the world a new sense of hope. He's like, anybody will believe that some hormonal teenager, he literally said some hormonal teenager could be the next Tony Stark when I, who created um, this whole illusion set for Stark Industries... Like, nobody believes that I can be the next Tony Stark. And he's right. Like, Tony Stark was wrong for saying this is my technology when yeah. he was the one who created it. And that happens a lot in these movies. Yeah, he steals a lot of work. Which we don't support. No, but he did save the world. But he did. So, can't speak ill of the dead. I just, the only thing is, I really wish, and I know a lot of people would disagree with this, I wish that these movies didn't have such a big budget. Honestly, because I'm over like the just like the extreme tech, and it seems like all of the hero aspects just rely on a lot of money. I would say not the original trilogy budget, but the Amazing Spider-Man budget. Make it more realistic, mm-hmm. because in that movie, Peter made his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it wasn't explained very well how he made his own stuff, but you know maybe he hired a seamstress. Just said. Well, I did see him buying that spandex online. Oh, that's true. It wasn't Ugly Sue, but, you know, he tried. I liked it. It was kind of basketball-y, I won't lie. I don't like the Amazing Spider-Man suit. I just... I don't know. I feel like the whole, like... Okay, so basically, Peter is given Tony's Edith glasses, Mm -hmm. which are basic... Edith is Tony's Karen. Well, not... Well, it's just a new one, because... Tony has uh, Friday. Dang it. So, it's just another AI. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't like that you can just be like, go, Edith, shoot everything. Like, I just, no. Also, why did Tony Stark have so many drones? Like, ready? In space. He just has, like, money and doesn't know what to do with it. I don't know. This is all Pepper Potts, his his, uh, widow. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, I have to put a thousand drones up in the sky. Can we talk about... Marissa Tamai's look in the few scenes that she was in. Her look? Her look. Her double denim 1970s. She also has some long hair. Yeah. I thought that in the beginning I said, is her hair like a lot longer? It's super long. I just wanted to say that ending clip where she had like the denim jacket and the foils. I said, we get it. I also like how they incorporated that she's in charge of Feast, which is a homeless shelter. It's really incorporated in the Spider-Man video game. But they incorporated here, too, and I appreciate that. You know, they're trying to do some good. And they had your boy PP go up there and just <laughs> shout out to, like, the crowd and the press. And then he gets he gets anxiety. That's me. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> asking about Tony Stark, are you new Iron Man? Just say, no. No way he can be Iron Man. And speaking of press, we saw a familiar face at the end. <gasps> okay, guys. You gotta wait till after the credits. And the, the after the credits, it's really big. Like, really big. Yeah. I thought it should have I don't know if I should, it should have been just at the end of the movie, because some people don't stay, mm-hmm. but, um, so basically, there's this whole video, it's like in, they're like in Times Square, somewhere around that area, and they have the big screen, there's breaking news, they find that Mysterio left a message, um, telling the world who Peter was, and that he's a bad guy. Yeah. Because everybody believes that Mysterio was a good guy. And he's like, well, Peter just started attacking me, and I don't know mm-hmm. why. 
and the video is just out of context. But I want to know when did he have time to film that? Yeah, because that's what he I was, was dead. But I feel like he faked it. Maybe that's just another illusion. What if somebody like from his team created that? I mean, it could happen. If they have the ability to like create all these fight sequences. That's why this is a lot for me, because there's, like, so much technology now that you can literally do anything. Mm-hmm. But, so, our boy. Our boy, J. Jonah Jameson. That, I screamed. <laughs> we, I I swear, we were both, like, <gasps> and other people in the room were, too. It was just, like, wow. And then the kids in front of us were, like, who's that? Who's that man, daddy? Who's and I was, man? like, shut up. You don't know culture. You don't know. I hope he's in the next one. I do, too. I did not expect to see him. But how does this affect Peter in the future? Because now, not only is Spider-Man out as a bad guy, and this has been done before, like, J. Jonah Jameson has called him vigilante, tried to make him seem like a bad guy, but now Peter's a bad guy. Not only is Billie Eilish writing songs about P.P., <laughs> like, now he has to deal with the whole freaking world knowing who he is. Because they threw up his school picture and everything. Yeah. And and MJ, she, MJ knows the entire time. She says she's known. 67% she's known. I was confused. So after like an hour into the movie. Uh, I'm sorry. I like forgot his name for a second. Mysterio <laughs> and, and Night Monkey. Uh, Night Monkey. They defeated the elementals, so they're you know having their celebratory drink mm-hmm. in Europe, and both of them are just like masks off, chilling because Peter was like, "Oh, this is just like a regular bar, or whatever." Was he not concerned about anything? That's what I was thinking because even Miss, even though Mysterio knows that everybody in the room or half the people in the room are. Working it, with him. Yeah. Is Peter not afraid, like, even though he's just the night monkey, that he could be revealed as somebody important? There's no concern. It's, yeah, that was kind of, I, I was thinking the exact same thing while I was watching. I was like, shouldn't he be a little concerned? I was like, is this, are we somewhere where people know? Also, or? I found it funny that Peter was like, I can't be seen in my Spider-Man suit. And then he goes out in a different suit doing what Spider-Man does. Shoot webs, flies. Mm-hmm around there were a lot of like get naked boy scenes in this and i said calm down there's a lot there are like children we gotta in this theater. Use, we gotta use top Holland's abs at least twice i said if you're not if you're not showing that skin you're not doing it right mm. when, <laughs> when that woman said take your clothes off i said me too say i was like it was this movie i wanted i know and then like we never saw her again no I'm that like, was the weird thing about it yeah i was like i thought she would appear again. I just want, like, I want Tom Holland to meet Harry. Or at least be best friends with Harry. Harry's on a vacation. Whatever. I he comes really back. miss Harry Osborne. I do, too. Especially, It um, doesn't have to be James Franco, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should go back to being a Dane to Holland. When, oh, like, <laughs> Andrew and Dane meet up their, like, long-lost best friends. Yeah. He's like, my parents died you were there for me i'm like how was this like five-year-old kid there for you like you want to play some play the sand i made some joke in that old podcast i wish i remember what it was it was like my dad has a private jet and your parents are dead or something Uh, (laughs) i do remember that like my dad was watching the amazing spider-man i think it's the second one because that's the one harry's in and um 
like, man, I miss that. Like, they're not great movies, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. They're not great. But I feel like those are very nostalgic for me because I like, I like the actors. Uh, I like the actors in them. I, I like them. And I get they're trying to, they need to do new things, but keep it on the down low. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple, stupid. Let's kiss. Let's peck. It's not, it's, it's like if Batman was suddenly to fight aliens and stuff and it's happened in justice league it's like this is not a batman thing let's stick with what we know with batman so they set the ending of this movie up for a third movie at least in my opinion they did oh they did and it was a very hannah montana moment and oh except she she revealed it herself mm -hmm. and he didn't he didn't even have a choice mm -mm. and like I just, I really, really, really hope that they don't do what the past two franchises have done and try to cram a billion villains yeah. into one movie. Well, I also told you this because I suddenly remember the post credit scene of Spider-Man Homecoming sets it up, it sets up a sequel as if Vulture's coming back with some other dude mm -hmm. who, who I can't remember what that villain was and they were going to team up. And I can't remember now. I feel as though we're getting sort of a Sinister Six moment, which is all the main villains of Spider-Man into one movie. Now, I'm all for that if they've already been established. Or at least one of them haven't. Like, um, we need... I don't know. Like, I'll take the video game. The video game sets it up. There's... The doctor, Dr. What is his name? Octavius. Dr. Octagon? Yeah, Dr. Octagon. So he, like, they set him up as a villain, and then he breaks all the other Sinister Six out of jail. And it's like, they're not that important, but it's all of them coming together, and you know who they are. Come together right now. Yeah, I would have liked that. I would like that. If they can do it right to where it doesn't feel too chaotic... It'll be fine. But the past two movies, the problem was, like, there was just, like, too much going on. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, and I felt like some of the villains in the past, because they tried to put so many in there, they would, like, neglect some of them. Yeah, we don't need... I know Venom was in the third one, and then Harry was a villain. And then there was the Sandman. Yeah, those were the three villains. And they tried to establish all three of those. It's like, uh... There's, like, too much happening. Yeah. Because Venom would have been a good one on its own. Sandman would have been a good one on its own. Sandman was, like, my favorite. Yeah, the Venom one was not good. It was not done well. I think because the guy from that 70s show was playing him, I couldn't take him seriously as a bad guy. Yeah, I could not take him seriously. And then the second Amazing Spider-Man, it had Electro... Um... What's his face? The big guy... Oh, what is his name? Oh, my God. Can you tell? I need to rewatch. <laughs> um, I cannot remember his name. He's the big guy in the big machine. Like, they they only deal with him a few times. Is it the, like, Russian Paul Giamatti? Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I just don't remember what it is. <laughs> Dang. It also doesn't help that The Amazing Spider-Man 2 ended in such a weird way. Like, they were supposed to pick it up again, and then they just didn't. Yeah, they were supposed to make a third one, but then Disney bought some of the rights to Spider-Man, so they just made 
let's see. And I think I heard something about they were worried about Spider-Man being, like, too old. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was Rhino, by the way. Okay. So. Dino Rhino. Dino Rhino. I get what they mean by that. Because... Uh, like, but Spider-Man can be done where he is older. Mm-hmm. I mean, Toby, questionable. But I think it worked for the most, especially in the second movie. Mm-hmm. The third movie, garbage. But that, like... Well, they were they were trying to make it seem like he was a high schooler in the first movie, and he definitely wasn't. No. None they, of the they characters. They limited amount of time in the high school, though. Yeah. I think the first movie, it, I understood where it was going. I liked how they had a high school setting. Um, and then the second one was, like, college, trying to get a job. Third one, I don't know what was going on. But I think that's a good place for, like, the Andrew Garfield. Yeah. If they were to do a trilogy. And then third one, who knows what they would have done. And, like, Tom, it could work either way. Tom, yeah, he just looks younger for He's his age. He's more, like, versatile mm-hmm. because of the way he looks. And also the whole snap thing. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll stick with high school for a while because technically he's 22 or 21, but he's still in high school because he snapped. He snapped. <laughs> when you snap, you stay in high school. There's just a lot in the MCU. And I, I love all these movies, but we're getting to 23 movies now, and I feel like I have to keep up with a lot, and I'm getting a little tired of it. I'm just not a fan of things when they have to connect everything. Yeah. So it just isolates a big chunk of your audience. Yeah. It's a big drinking game. How many times did they say Tony Stark in Spider-Man Far From Home? <sighs> you know, I liked his character. I liked his movies. But gosh. Gosh darn it. He's dead. He did. Let's focus on it for the first act in the movie, and then let's move on. Yeah, and like they just kept coming back to it. It's like, we're missing. I'm like, well, too bad. And then they even play... Okay, it, I know... You haven't seen Iron Man 1, have you? I haven't seen Iron Man anything. Okay. So in Iron Man, they play that Led Zeppelin song or whatever. Back to Black. And then they played it in Spider-Man Far From Home, and I'm like, okay, we get it. There's a connection. Tommy Boy got hit by a train. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. I swear he was going to do that thing where Where he was like... With that ugly face. I feel like that the version of that in this movie was um, when he was in the bell tower. Oh, yeah. And your boy just kept doing, doing. That was, oh, my gosh. I could not watch that. I seriously felt that <laughs> every time he got hit. When he got hit by that train, I said, same. And then he wakes up in the Netherlands, busts out, says, yeet, gotta go. Gotta go. Limping everywhere. And then your boy, Happy, shows up in the tulip field. And, like, they were doing this stitch thing. Right? I saw no wound. I don't know. And I'm very, like, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm very, like, okay. And then Peter went that whole thing, like, don't tell me to relax. Everyone's gonna die, and it's my fault. Even though it wasn't his fault. He was kind of dumb. He gave away the Edith glasses. Mm -hmm. That Tony gave him. Yeah. And Peter took his words too seriously, because Tony left a uh, little note that said, I trust you. And... Peter was like, he didn't trust me to have him. He trusts me to make the decision. Me. It's like, that is not what he meant, and you know it. He didn't mean to give him to any random person you meet on the street. Especially, I'm like, they've known each other for three and a half minutes. Like, nah. Mm. But Jake was convincing. He made you think that he was a good guy. He did seem like he was a very good actor. Mm. If he wasn't part of Stark Industries, he 
you should have just been an actor. Those little black and white, like, photo zoom things that they did, I hated that. <laughs> it was like uh, Tony talking, and it would go black and white, and it would zoom in on Jake in the background. Yeah, there were, that part, I was like, okay, that was in Civil War, but he was not in there. I know what you're trying to do. I would like to go back if I can watch this again. The part in the beginning when, like, the big water elemental mm-hmm. thing comes up and Betty and Ned are in the gondola. Mm-hmm. And Ned's like, oh, where's the suit? He's like, left it in the hotel room. I'm like, they would have all heard you. He was not being discreet. No, he wasn't. The TSA people saw his suit in the suitcase. That was a lot of suits in one sentence. I... There's a lot of things about this movie. They try to deal with his identity, and it doesn't work out as well as they thought. Mm-hmm. There were so many things where it's like, oh my gosh, it's a good thing they don't know who I am. But then like, they, they can literally hear you. They literally saw you with the suit. Yeah. Like, I felt MJ in this sequence. She's like, dude, you disappeared at Washington. You disappeared here. You are Spider-Man. That was one of my least favorite parts and i said it earlier it was just like there wasn't as much interaction with the other characters like i was really excited to see ned but Mm -hmm. we didn't even really see ned like ned was his guy in the last movie yeah he was on the computer while peter was doing whatever he was doing with vulture and like ned did address it he's like you know i'm sorry if it seems like i'm flaking on you man i'm still your guy in the chair always and forever Mm -hmm. bros Mm -hmm. or whatever hand (laughs) f-o-s He says FOS, friend of Spider Man. Full of. But it was friend of Spider Man. Yeah. Of course. And then Peter's trying to get his girl. I must have said Mickey. His girl. Mickey! Mickey. (laughs) Trying to get his girl, Mickey. Mickey. He's trying to get her this little black Dahlia necklace and be like. And then he gives her a necklace and she's like, because of the murder. And I'm like, ew. Yeah, she's kind of. She's a little crazy. Like, I'm not asking for the MJ from the original trilogy. I hated her, too. I hated her. But, like, calm it down with this one. I'm like, it's just, they're trying so hard to make her into, like, edgy alternative girl. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I have a Tumblr. Where's Gwen? I don't like her, either. I like Gwen. Her death, though, in the second movie. She literally snapped. Like, everybody hates that movie, but everybody also talks about that scene. It's... A really good scene. It's very visually because mm-hmm. all the clock stuff, the tools, and he's the running tools. out of time. Yeah. And then the this whip acts Little like a hand, hand. grabs her, bang. and then her back just was. She's like, it was so gross and noise. I said, when, ah, <laughs> that was like worse than him being hit by train. This like, movie, ugh, gross. How did he live? That's what I want to know. Spider string. Oh, it wasn't his Peter Tingle. I don't know, or maybe it was. I'm not sure. I I want to know why there was tape on that light switch. Um. Did you see that? No. So in his room, like while he was packing for the trip, and also what happened in the bunk bed? This whole room is different. He's got an upgrade, you know. Um. Tony died, so he's like, I'm gonna leave you a single bed. No bunk bed for <laughs> We're you. We're done with this storage. We're done. Yeah. And he's packing or whatever, and then Aunt May th- literally throws a banana at him. Don't you have your spider tingle? He has that for danger. It's not for bananas. But yeah, she just eats it. And he's not even looking at her. And then 
in the background, I can see the light switch by the door, and there's black tape on it, and it's almost in, like, a web shape, and it says don't, like, turn off or something like that. Maybe. Like, what's the tea? I don't know. I don't know. That um, little thing he had in the corner of his room for his iron spider, that was so gross. It looked like an alien he was keeping <laughs> in his room. And it wasn't discreet at all. No. I'm like, you have that big, fat window. Like, what if you have flashover for um, a study date? Dang, a study date. <laughs> Flash in this movie with his little, like, Snapchat stories. What is with Flash? I don't understand. Oh, the him. ending? I really want to know what that what the deal is with that. I f- think that was supposed to be an Easter egg, but I don't know what it I didn't understand. He said, where's mom? She wasn't there. And he said he was sad. Yeah, and he's, like, internet famous or trying to be. I don't know. What What's is the deal? Flash mob? What is the deal with him? I don't know. I want, like, a movie just about him. Let's look up. Like, what was the deal with Flash at the end of Spider-Man? Nothing's coming up. The, I'm looking at a whole list of Easter eggs. Well, just to add commentary. Okay. Um, when I was watching Stranger Things Season 3 last night, a lot of it did remind me of Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. There's this scene where all these rats are like, and I couldn't look at it because rats, I can't. Mm. Um, and the, there was this, like, dusty monster thing, and it reminded me of the Sandman, like, the way it formed together. I said, wow. Hmm. I'm kind of done with Stranger Things, to be honest. I feel like, and I said this before I even started watching it, I was like, I'm probably not going to like this as much. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like it's too early for me to completely be like, mm, because I've only watched, like, one and a half episodes. But it's not as bingeable, because the past two seasons, I, like, flew through mm-hmm. it. Like, I watched it in, like, a day. Well, I think it's also because there's such a big time, like, there there was, like, a whole year between season two and season three, and I'm not talking about in the show, like, in real life, because season one, season two, it was kind of just like, okay, 2016, season one, 2017, season two, something like that, and then nothing 2018, we're finally getting 2019, I think every, not everybody's forgotten about it, but it's like, the hype is kind of... Yeah. Because I'll even... I remember when season one, season two came out, especially season two. Everybody on Twitter and stuff were like, I gotta watch Stranger Things. I need to watch it. And now I, the only people I see tweet about Stranger Things are the cast members and, like, the TV show Twitter. I know we're not reviewing it right now, but I feel like in this new season, I'm not really getting 11. I'm getting... Billy Bobby Brown. I'm not going to talk about a child. She is a child. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, acting-wise, like, I feel like... I well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to be, like, Millie Bobby Brown. It's not it's, like a... It's yeah. just, like, it doesn't feel like that same character anymore. Mm. You know, I, I mean, I get that she's... Um, it's been years. She's probably learning some words. Even though it has to be pretty difficult for her to be a teenager... And starting to, or preteen, starting to learn the English language when she only knew, like, two words. I feel like she, I feel like they assimilated her, like, too fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind of like, oh, and I get, part of it is, like, for convenience. But, like. How much does she talk in this movie? Oh, so she has, like, full-on sentences. Oh, yeah. She's not saying, like, 915. She can say 915. So she's not talking like a robot anymore? I mean, I get There's that- still, like, a little bit, but not really. 
especially in the opening scene. And, and I get that, too. like, what you were saying, like, it's convenient. You can't just have her be, like, a robot, emotionless forever. But at the same time, if you're thinking realistically, this girl's been kidnapped for, what, 12 years? She was never taught the lang- English language. She knows words. I mean, some words. Like, she even questioned what a friend was. So how does this girl, from what I would say, she's, like, 14, something like that. How does she in that area? Huh? I think, yeah. How did she get from like 11 to 12 years old to 14 to knowing the whole English language? That doesn't just happen for somebody of that age. It's, it's not like perfectly like perfect structured sentences, but it's not like, but she shouldn't be the way it was. She shouldn't be very, I need to watch it. I think because like I took sociology classes. I'm just saying there are stories about children who didn't know the lang- the English language or any language. Um, and they they were found when they were teenagers. And they don't it takes them a long time to develop that. It doesn't just take two years. I just I don't like Mike in this season. What's what's up with Mike? He's very just disrespectful. I mean, I knew he was, like, in the beginning, like, with his mom or whatever. He'd always be hollering. I'm like, if I hollered like that, my mom would put me through the wall. But it's a kid, so we can't excuse it. Yeah, but him and Eleven, like, they're so, as to be expected, like. (laughs) But who is he disrespectful to? Hopper. Excuse me. I will go down to Mike's house, and I will knock on the basement door and be like, boy. I said square up. You want, I will take your your skinny little body and I will throw you out the door. I'll put you in jail. Hopper is just trying to protect. I almost said Millie. Cause, <laughs> geez. Oh. Dang. I kind of want, I just want to watch it because of Hopper now. Because he's, I would say he's probably my favorite character of the series. My favorite character is... I don't know who my favorite character is. Because, what's the, um, what's his name? He wears the cap. I can't remember the kid's name. Dustin. Or him. Dustin's cool. I, you know, this season I'm really rooting for my girl Nancy. I never really liked Nancy and Jonathan in season two just because their story kind of felt irrelevant. Even though it did wrap up in the end, it didn't matter. But it did kind of feel like... I don't know. It was a side story, very obviously. Whereas in season one, everything was one story. But season two was like, okay, we have this side story, Nancy and Jonathan. And then we have the bigger story. I don't know how it's going to be in season three. Speaking of side stories, this movie, the whole vacation was a side story. Oh, yeah. We need to get back on. I forgot they were even on vacation. That's true. It was supposed to be a science vacation. Nothing to do with science. The other teacher? I feel bad because I don't know either of their names. I think... Well, I think the actor's name for... Kind of the, the one with the glasses. I think his real name's Martin something. The other one with, like, the neck pillow that was always, like, witches. <laughs> that <laughs> he was had Julius. me dying. That was Julius. Well, no. Yeah. Wait, was he Julius or was... Oh my gosh, which one was Julius? The, the witch's guy's Julius. Okay. Are you sure? Because I thought I thought he was the one that said, Don't wrap me into don't drag me into this Julius. 
No, the other guy was like, <gasps> I'm doing my best, Julius. Oh, I don't even remember that guy in the first Was he even in the first movie? I don't remember him in it, but I thought he was hilarious. Yeah. Everything he said I thought was I funny. like how everybody in this movie is so awkward. I didn't like how they kept hopping from, like, location to location to location. It did seem like they spent one day in, like, Italy, and another day in Prague, and... And they weren't supposed to go to any of these other places. They were supposed to just stay in Italy. They're like, yeah. oh, we're going to Prague. Well, they were supposed to go to um, France. Oh, yeah, Italy and France. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, we're in London. I don't know what's going on. I, yeah. I think Marvel just wanted them all to get... They're like, Europe, got to get all the cities. But it just felt like that whole, like... I don't want to say it was, like, a waste of a setting, but it kind of was. It should have... I mean, realistically, if they were hopping from place to place, it should have been for over, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. Instead, it felt like three days. I just... I don't know. The, uh, the setting of it, like, I know in the intro, it was, like, people on Twitter were like, oh, it's, like, Lizzie McGuire. No, it's not. They never use the setting to their advantages, I think. No. I think they just were like, uh, we're kind of tired of New York, got to get somewhere else. And I'm like, if you're going to do it, like, do it. Also, I don't understand this. I get the name of the movie, Far From Home, because he's far from home. But what benefit does that do anybody? I feel like if he would have done Far From Home, um, if it, the whole meaning of the movie would have been like, I'm away from what I know. I don't. Uh, I don't have any backup. When he all he has all the backup he needs. Like he should. They should have named it something else. I felt like. Yeah, I feel like they were just trying to stick on that homecoming vibe. Oh yeah. But what would it have been named? I don't know. Maybe. Spider Man Alone and Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man Home. We're on the way. <laughs> I don't know. Because Spider-Man Homecoming, I love that title. Yeah, and it, it fit. It made sense. I do not like Far From Home title. No. It's, it's all clunky and feels weird. It's just like, it's strong, but it's sticky. Mm-hmm. Just like Spider-Man. <laughs> I was just like, I don't like this. But I was really shocked at how quick, well, I guess the movie built up to it. I was shocked at how quick they were like, okay, Michelle, you're Okay. <laughs> like, there was no, like, I don't know. There was no, like, build for me. It was just kind of like, want to stay with me at the opera? Sure. I don't know. It's, I feel like this is what, this is a like typical teenager romance. And she tried to get, she tried to sneak a peek. I saw mm-hmm. her, her eyes were Roman. She said. Now, if a man did that. Wrong and correct. It, it, and it's wrong in this. Ugh. Brie Larson would not be for that. No. Brie would be jumping out of the sticker. Oh, Brie. And she's just... Ugh. They said no one can replace Iron Man. I think <laughs> I was like, I want to say it quietly so no one thinks I'm being serious. Why did... I don't understand why Nick Fury, when Peter said, why not Captain Marvel, he was like, don't even speak her name. Like, what is that? What are, are you they fighting? I don't know. I don't... Maybe it's because of all the bad press. <laughs> They're trying to, he's like unavailable, he's trying like, to get a new we're one. We're trying to distance ourselves from her. <laughs> like, let's stop. They made it very convenient that every other superhero is unavailable. They were like, Doctor Strange, unavailable. I'm like, okay, where, what's he doing? Thor, I get it. He's out of the world. Captain Marvel, 
um, don't speak her name. So they were like, let's take the one superhero that probably wouldn't do the most in this situation um, and just put them there. You know, you got the elementals. They deal with water, fire, earth, air. Long ago, the four nations lived in harmony. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but everything changed when the fire nation attacked. Yeah, let's get all of that and get a kid who swings with webs. Surely he'll do something. He was Aang. Like, why does Nick Fury think that he would do something? I mean, he obviously did something, but... I feel like Nick Fury was Iroh, and... Well, it technically wasn't Nick Fury. Yeah. It, it, it was, was an alien. Alien boy. So, th- I guess this is why all the stupid decisions were made in this movie, is because it wasn't really him. Nick Fury was on vacay. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the character. Um, I know, I think it's Ben Mendelsohn he plays him. I cannot remember his character, though. The makeup for the aliens reminded me of that Drake and Josh episode where they try to like convince Megan that there's aliens. Okay, in Captain Marvel, the alien it looks so bad. And it looked exactly like that. Everybody said the makeup for that and prosthetics were horrible. But I don't want to talk trash because that is a gift that I don't know how to do. That is true. Like I don't want to be They like, were convincing as aliens. Like that is so ugly. At least they weren't like big green dobbies. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else happened in this movie. A lot happened. There was just a lot of stuff. We went to an opera. The museum was closed. Um, we... I don't really We defeated the elementals. We defeated Mysterio, we think. We don't really know. There's a lot of drones. Happy and... Aunt May. Aunt May are living their best lives. Well, it's a little complicated, but um, Peter and MJ went on the shortest date ever. They were like, Peter was like, I gotta go on a date. He picks up MJ. They went swinging for two minutes and they're like, bye. Gotta go. <laughs> Got a blast. <laughs> and she hated it. She yeah. said, I ain't doing that again. That's true. Like he said, you better hold on tight, my monkey. And I said, Ugh. they said spider monkey in this movie. And I was like, Come literally, she had to hold on tight. Mm-hmm. The queen, she was not feeling it. She said, I hate this. Mm-hmm. I said, me too. What else happened? I don't think mm. we're probably missing something so big. Overall, I would have liked to have seen more interaction with like the school folks. I would have just like Ned and Peter. Just yeah. Betty was like, girl, with her fake ID that she's never um, used. I will admit, um, this movie felt a lot like, it, in terms of all the love and stuff, it felt a lot like Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, where everybody just all of a sudden is in love with everybody. Like, Harry's in love with Jenny. Okay, Ned and Betty are in love. It's like, there's a lot going on. I just can't with all that sugar, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of sugar. I just can't, like... I need a little sour. In Stranger Things, we got Mike and Eleven. We got Dustin and... Dustin? Susie, apparently. And we got... I'm getting spoiled. (laughs) Lucas and Max, obviously. We've got... Oh, how's Max's character? Because I didn't really like her. I like her a lot more this season. Her and... uh, I keep wanting to call her Millie. Her and Elle are, you know, working on their friendship... It's just starting to blossom. I have, wait, do I have to sneeze? Shoot! Nancy and Jonathan. 
Oh, I'm and these up. parents don't even care. These kids, they out here snuggling and stuff. I said, no, not under my roof. So does Eleven go by uh, Jane or anything? No. Okay. So Connor L. That's fine, at least. At least I think it'd be weird to just change her name. On the well, technically her name is Jane Hopper now. Because I remember at the end of season two. So in this movie. Oh, shoot. Is, is it like. So I, I know we've talked about this before. I'm listening. Is it like um, he doesn't have like. Ooh, I'm not spider power, but I can do backflips. Um, <laughs> I'm so disgusting. Okay, I'm better. I really appreciated those gnat sounds with the car door closing and. So, like, are you basically asking like what his powers are? Yeah, I'm like, cause the other two, and I I kind of know this, but I just want to know why they decided to make that creative decision. Because in the past two, like, the web, haven't they been, like, oh, like, this is just, um, what happened? Amazing Spider-Man. That one wasn't, because it had those Yeah. Things. So, in the comics, he has web shooters. I think in some, like, variations he has, like, it's, like, the Toby version, but it's mostly just, like, the web shooter is the original way. But that's not how I always knew him. But, basically, Peter's powers are without the web shooters without all the suits and stuff so when um his power he has the strength of like of a spider but in a human form so he's okay. really strong um he has super he has super speed but it's not like super fast um he i guess can jump really high <laughs> me that's my <laughs> maybe, special maybe skill. he knew backflips even before who knows Maybe this is all stuff he just learned on the way. That's basically it. I mean, he could take some damage, but not too much. He's still fragile. Yeah, but he has to make his own web shooters. In this movie, he even runs out web shooters. Like, Toby wouldn't yeah. have that problem. Toby could just shoot all day long. Which, I guess, um, keeps him grounded, I guess. You know, he's got to be weakened up. But he's not the strongest. No. I mean, Toby got beat up pretty bad. We all got beat up pretty bad. I, I do like the the idea that the webs come out of Peter. Because anybody can make the spider Yeah, technically, web. anybody could be swinging off these buildings. If you can figure it out. I mean, if you fall, you're going to... It's that's bad luck. It's over. Oh, also, he's sticky. He can stick to walls and stuff. I want to be sticky. Okay. <laughs> I want to be able to throw myself on the wall. Yeah, that is true. Like, he can, it's just like the original Spider-Man where all the, you know, it shows like little, all like, the. little, like, icky-vicky. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, Ugh. I hated that. Like, <laughs> can I be honest? I do not remember in The Amazing Spider-Man, like, when it was revealed, his, like, when he figured out his powers. I don't remember it that well. Bathroom. Toothpaste. Oh, uh, well, I'm talking about, like, did he have a moment where he was shooting the webs and he figured it out, like, Oh. I think he had to, like, make it in the garage or something. But, like, his first time swinging. Wasn't that in, like, some building? <laughs> it's New York. It's, no, uh, like, wasn't it, like, inside some, like, warehouse thing? Maybe it was. I don't... I kind of want to rewatch it. I swear it was in, like, some warehouse thing. I remember the sequence. I don't remember it that well. I really want to rewatch The Amazing Spider-Man. It wasn't that iconic. Like, the his sequence wasn't as, like, iconic yeah. as Toby's. I wish those movies were just better... Because I do love that cast, and I love the characters in them. I do think Andrew um, 
if they had made it a college Spider-Man instead of um, like a high school one, it would have been better. And they could have kept the first one and then just transitioned the second one into university. Yeah, but I wasn't the second one. They were... They had just graduated. Because Gwen was going off to college in, like, London or something. Yeah, but it was, like, the summer between. Yeah. I Those movies for me... I don't know why those are more nostalgic. Even though I've seen the original... I saw the original three first. I think the very first, like, Toby movie is very nostalgic for me. The mm-hmm. third one, not that much. Because I, I don't re- even remember seeing it when I was no. younger. I remember when it came out. Yeah. Because all of the Lunchables at school <laughs> and the holographic, like, Spider-Man yeah. card. I remember the first two Spider-Man movies. I saw those when I was a kid. I don't think I ever saw the third one. Or maybe I'd seen... No, that isn't true. I did see the third one, but I just don't remember it that well. I remember all the marketing for the first Amazing Spider-Man. Because I think I was only, like, I was probably, like, 13. I was in ninth grade when the first one came out. Yeah, I think it was the end of my ninth grade. I was, like, seventh or eighth grade. I remember um, when the first trailer came out. I never saw it in theaters, but I did see it. I did see that one in theaters. Yeah, I didn't see it. And then the second one, I went to see it in theaters, and I left halfway through. That's bad. It That's was late. It was, like, really late. And, like, obviously this movie is super long. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll just watch it when it comes on DVD. That's bad when you leave the theater. Yeah, it was, there was so much exposition. I just felt like nothing was really happening. That's true. Which is kind of formulaic for these movies. Like, the whole first hour, they make it seem like the movie could wrap up after the first hour. But you know it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think the only, like, one of the best things for me, about the Amazing Spider-Man movies is his and Gwen's relationship because it always seemed more realistic than him and MJ's in the original. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because because the actors were, like, dating in real And life. they were big geeks. They were big geeks. I hated her outfits, but they were big, big geeks. geeks. I want to know for this movie, since we introduced the Daily Bugle again... Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, is Peter going to work for them? Because he hasn't expressed any photography well, interest. I don't think so, because now he's a bad guy. Who's going to hire him? J. Jordan Jameson, isn't he? He hates Spider Man. But I'm just so shocked that they didn't go that route. Obviously, they didn't have to. But the other two, like, Peter's like, hi, I like cameras. My car is shaking. Did you feel that? Um, Are you okay? <laughs> the rain. Um, of Epi? I. It's ve- he's very technology based in these movies, mm-hmm. which is obviously what Peter's like. But he's, he's not going to have a film camera. But he also is like, I don't know. I like photography. Yeah, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker is the reason I bought a Dino <sighs> label maker. Oh, with his property. I just realized. Uh, get out of the way. Move. I have my visual evidence. He is the reason why I have that label. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I just think of his whole, like Mysterio's whole thing is like, I want to give the world hope and they'll believe anything at this point in time. It was so stupid. Why didn't he just use his illusions to make life seem better? Wow, that would have been such a great thing, except Marvel likes everybody to die. I guess he wanted to be the hero because he wanted to prove to everybody, oh, I did all this. And because... Tony stole his work. 
and called it barf. When they revealed everything was fake, I was like, I at first was like, okay, I know where this is going, but then when it when it was the whole Tony Stark thing, I was like, okay. So, what would you give this film? Um, out of ten. I feel like I need a creative, like, how many? Okay, I'll figure. Okay, so, I'm going to give this a good 7.5 um, smooches out of 10 smooches. Um, I would give this 6.7, no, 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 6.5 TripAdvisor tickets out of 10. I changed mine. I would give it 67% of smooches out of 10. <laughs> out of 10, 67 out of 10. 100%. <laughs> oh. Wasn't bad. Wasn't my favorite, though. I don't understand why everybody thinks it's, like, the best Spider-Man movie, but I can, you know. There every, are elements I really enjoy. I think everybody just wants a good Spider-Man sequel. Yeah. I... I'm feeling optimistic for the third one, though. It's got good... Uh, I feel like the third one, if they do it well, it will be really... It's a. It's got a good concept. If we leave Tony Stark out of it, it has a good concept to it. So, it's quiz time. Quiz. Ladies and gentlefish, this week's quiz is... Plan your dream vacation and we'll reveal your emotional age. Dream on. And this comes from Michelle No, a BuzzFeed staff member. Michelle, yes. <laughs> Michelle, stop. Pick a place. New York, New York. Machu Picchu. Bangkok. Or Florence. Ooh, definitely Florence. Gotta visit that Florence. A big blow. Um, I have been to New York before. I have too. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to go for it as well. Ooh. Who will you be traveling with? I'll be traveling solo because I don't have any friends and my family doesn't like planes. Ooh. With my best friend. Aw. With my hashtag squat. <laughs> or with my SO, of course. I don't got one. Same retweet. I'm going to say, you know, if I had a squad, I, I would go with my squad. Yeah. What's the general focus of your vacation? Sightseeing gorgeous historical sites. I feel like that's very redundant. All of the food. Hiking, snorkeling, and other active activities. Or meeting new people everywhere I go. Food. Um, mine is sightseeing gorgeous historical sites. Mine is those good treats. What would you like to snack on? Something savory. Something sweet. Whatever packaged snack is popular in that country. It's something that'll pair well with an alcohol and drink. See, it depends on where I am for me because um, I recently went on vacation and everywhere we went, it was really hot and I can't eat. I, I get like really sick easily in the heat, so I couldn't even eat anything. Like I barely even ate on my vacation. But that crepe looks really good. So <laughs> that's what I'm choosing. I feel like I'm going to go something. I don't know. Savory is kind of hard when you don't eat meat yeah let's get like french fries yeah i'm gonna go i'm i think i'm still gonna pick savory mm. what are you most likely to instagram sorry that just didn't come out right to me gendered bananas they look really inappropriate 
You're not wrong. <laughs> um, weird building, like a castle. Palm trees in the sunset, or the Amazon Amazonian Amazonian tart Amazonian clay forty eight hour foundation. Ooh, I like the whole castle thing. I was gonna say the Amazonian thing, but since I'm uh, more focused on the historical sites, I guess I gotta do the castle thingy building. I'm gonna go for those big dumb palm trees. Ooh, what do you want to do on your last night? Relax at a well known thermal bath. Pub crawl. Go to a live music show or people watch at an iconic cafe. I don't think I would want to do... Uh, you know what? It's my last night. I feel like for me, I always do like the most fun things at the beginning. And the last night, I'm like, okay, I got to pack. So I'm going to relax in a well-known thermal bath. I'm going to go for people watching in an iconic cafe. Which photos make you think goals... Olive oil pizza. Very dimly lit street with people walking. Landscape. Or, hi, I'm on the teacup ride at Disney World. I'm going to do landscape. What will Taylor pick? Mm, not teacup ride, that's for sure. Oh. I feel like landscape, like, that's not even a fair choice, though. Landscape's the only good picture. Yeah, that's why I did that. And I don't like pizza, so. And that other p- picture just doesn't look I'm like, Goalsy. why is it not, like, why is the lighting so bad? I'm going to pick up the stinking landscape. Ooh. What souvenir can you not leave without? An antique decor piece you haggled for at the local market. <laughs> I, I would I never. I don't have the confidence to haggle. No, it could be like $80,000. be like, okay, <laughs> sure. A handmade keychain you wouldn't be able to find in any airport store. Some rare spices you'll use to recreate the dishes you had while traveling. I wouldn't even be able to. No. Or maybe some postcards. I don't know. Whatever I can find last minute. I'm not a uh, souvenir person. Like, when I went on vacation, the only thing I bought was a t-shirt. Because I was so miserable the entire time because of the heat. I was just like, oh, just give me a t-shirt. So I'm going to say maybe some postcards. I don't know. Whatever I can find last minute. Uh, I think I'm going to go for handmade keychain. Mm. Oh, wow. Ooh. What'd you get? 36 to 45. I did too. You're a full-fledged adult and crave relaxation and peace more than anything else. You're too wise to spend even a little bit of your energy worrying about what you're missing out on. You know by now that the best travel itinerary is just a combination of great company, delicious eats, and honestly, whatever sites or activities will unite the first two things. I like that. We're mature. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Mature. (laughs) Mature. Mature. Well, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Tori at Courage and Doll. Sorry for being gone. Yeah. Um, give us a rating. Give us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And tell us um, what your favorite illusion is. Yeah. Tell us if you saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Who was your favorite character? It better have been Betty. Is it better than the first movie? Yeah. Oh, is it better than any of the other sequels? What's your ranking of the Spider-Man movies? Are Michelle and Tom... Michelle and Tom... (laughs) Michelle and Peter, your OTP? I'm still Team Tiki. 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 Oh, my gosh. I saw something on Twitter, and I meant to show you. Oh, my gosh. I cannot remember. It was, like... It was part of the whole fandom. The Tiki. And somebody was... Who was put into it? I don't know. I have to find it. And I'll have to update you guys uh, next time. 
But for now, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Toby.